Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. Warning, controversial podcast, starting in T minus three seconds, two, one. All right, well, I hope it's not controversial. Shouldn't be controversial, but if it is, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm giving people something to think about. What I want to talk to all of you about today is cancel culture and the effect it's having on building and growing and cultivating leaders. What? What does that have to do with anything you're probably thinking? I think everything. Leadership, by definition, is someone who influences. It's somebody who transforms, not conforms. It's someone who often says something that maybe is not the popular opinion, but in order to cut through noise, in order to help people see something that they've never seen before, a new perspective, um, and also tough conversations one-on-one. Leaders help other people get to where they need to go by pointing out things and giving them perspective and coaching and a lot of tough love, right? And so these voices of leaders, think about all the leaders out there who have said very controversial things in the name of growth, in the name of making things better, in the name of going against the flow in order to protest an unjust law or something, they would have been canceled. I'm pretty sure Martin Luther King Jr. would have been canceled because he went against the culture at the time. He was speaking out against government and laws, and he was a rebel, and he was riling people up. There are so many of these historical figures that we revere now today, as we should, who would have been canceled in this so-called cancel culture because people are just afraid. That's all cancel culture is. It's this fear of, oh my gosh, you're saying something that makes me uncomfortable. You're saying something that might make someone else uncomfortable. Well, guess what, everybody? Everything that comes out of your mouth at some point likely is going to make someone somewhere uncomfortable. And I think that's freaking awesome. And why? Is because that's how we learn. That's how we grow. That's how we know things. That's how we challenge each other's thinking. That's how we share different perspectives. That in itself defined is leadership. Canceling people's voices, canceling people's freedom to express and say things, especially when we don't like them, gives us doesn't give us an opportunity to learn or understand someone else's brain or thinking or perspective or anything. And I know some people are probably like, yeah, but hate speech or people who hate things or, oh gosh, that's so a horrible thing to say about somebody else. But what defines hate speech? You can't be so literal about it. It's a slippery slope. I personally might define hate speech as somebody saying something against someone, calling them a name because of the color of their skin, not pointing out that they have a different color to their skin. We'd be idiots if we didn't see someone and recognize that we are all different colors, shapes, sizes, you know, all of those things. I, I think that's an awesome thing, right? That's that's obviously. But even sometimes people are uncomfortable. They're like, no, no, I don't see color. You're not black. I'm closing my eyes. I'm like, oh my gosh, people, come on. 
I'm talking about like for me, and again, this is my opinion. If somebody wanted to hate, say something hateful and derogatory at somebody that because of the color of their skin or because of what they believe or because of religious belief or whatever, that is horrible. That is hateful. And I don't like it. But guess what? I will defend people's right to say what they think, even when I freaking hate it, even when I don't like it, even when I think it's disgusting and appalling and everything else. By what, by canceling those people, by shutting those people out, how do people not see that that is the biggest slippery slope of canceling out any freedom of speech, of not allowing people to say anything? Because guess what? Anything that somebody says is going to offend somebody somewhere. So then, um, I mean, my religious beliefs, I don't, I'm not a person of religion. I'm a person of faith. And yes, I believe those are different things. But like I could totally offend other people who don't believe like me, Right. Uh, but that that's my right. I can talk about God. I can talk about the Bible. I can share those things. Thankfully, in this country that I live in, you know, if we keep canceling people, do you not see the long-term ramifications? Do you not see the vision of that? If you keep canceling out what people are saying, then what? It's going to be just a, a big, you know, vanilla culture of we're all going to, what, tiptoe around each other and not express anything or say anything to anybody else because we're so worried about offending people that's not leadership that's conformity at its finest that's robots that's automatons that's a culture that I don't want to get on board with I miss those good old days of debates where people in our own families would debate each other and disagree vehemently and Sometimes, yeah, I say pretty awful things, but I'm not going to duct tape my uncle or cousin or whoever and, like, stick them in a trunk and then go, you're canceled. I'm not talking to you again. It's like, guys, come on. We have got to have a little bit more backbone there to say, hey, I may not like what you're saying, but I don't really have to hang out with you or listen to you, even if we are family. So here's an idea. How about I cancel myself out of the conversation? I cancel I don't have to follow you on Facebook. I don't have to be your friend on Twitter. I don't have to like look and see what you do on Instagram or any of those other things. That's my accountability that I don't need that kind of stuff in my life. So I'm not going to go after you and cancel your voice. Go say whatever you want and you'll have a following. That's fine. But I don't need to do that. So why are we not just canceling ourselves out of the conversation and canceling ourselves out of those moments? Now, I would say... You could take that to the nth degree too. I don't think people should like plug their ears and go la 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 la. I can't hear anything and I'm not going to be, you know, out there in the world. But I think there's balance, right? And you do have to have balance in your life. And there are some times where the negativity or something what people are saying is just getting to you that much, then sure, remove yourself from the conversation. If it's not serving you, I get that. But I think we need to wake up to this cancel culture and recognize just how damaging it is. And when you see people going after people and then they're they're gaslighting and they're fueling people up online against what somebody just said, look, I'm that's my opinion. That's what I believe. Then you have millions of like people who don't have faces coming after people and then they get fired or then they get pushed aside or then something horrible happens to them or their family, their job or whatever. Oh my God, what is wrong with society? Like I look at the internet and I think, what? where have we come? Where have we gone to? But then, and then you see tech companies censoring people. I'm like, why? It's not your job, Twitter. It's not your job, Facebook. You, you're either a platform and you allow people to say what they want on that platform or you're not. 
And if you're going to sit there and go, I think that person's post okay, but oh, that person not so much. Oh, wait, how about that person? Oh, are you going to pay me to let that person talk? Well, okay, sure. Do you people not see where this is going? And then, oh, misinformation, misinformation. It's not misinformation. I want all the information. Whose opinion is it when it's misinformation? Well, it's misinformation, Carlin, when it's when they have science over here and fact over here and, and that refutes that. Who says? Who says? Remember, I've said before, expert scientists, they can be wrong. Doctors can be wrong. Attorneys can be wrong. All these people who are experts in our field, they can be wrong. And it's okay. And they can be right too. But have some accountability for yourself. Gather all the information. Allow the information to flow. Yeah, it's overwhelming. That's part of the problem, I think, with society today, if you want my honest opinion, is we've opened up the floodgates and we have so much information out there. I mean, it's a problem, but it's not, right? The problem is, is I think people are overwhelmed and they don't know what to do with it all. And so I think that's when people get fearful because they start to see things and they go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then they lash out or they lash out or they start to join in these little online tribes and they start to think, okay, well now I'm going to believe what this group over his, here says or this media outlet says or this person says or this celebrity says or whatever. And then over here, well, now I'm going to ignore everything over there. And do you see what we've done to ourselves? We've created so much massive amounts of division by just canceling out other voices and canceling out what people are saying when we don't like it. Instead, personally, what I do, and this is where I think leadership intersects with this, is I'm not going to go with the flow because it'd be a heck of a lot easier to do that and just jump on one bandwagon or another or whatever we perceive to be the popular opinion based on, I don't know, some media narratives or based on that politician or based on that group over there. I want all the information and I'm going to open up my arms wide and then I am going to assess it for myself and apply common sense and apply my own research and thinking and for me, prayer, because that is most important. God, what do you want me to see through this? What am I missing here? Help me discern all that information. I don't want tech companies. I don't want Twitter. I don't want anybody out there censoring it for me, canceling it for me, telling me or narrowing down what I should believe or shouldn't believe or thinking they're so tricky with their little serving up me, serving up ads on, you know, because I'm going to serve you an ad here because over here, I don't really want you to read this, but I'll let this one go through, but I'm going to give you this. People, just be be leaders. Think for yourselves. Be discerning of the information out there. Take a step back and assess it for yourself and come up with your own opinion. But we have got to stand against canceling. Canceling, canceling. It's going to be a really bad slippery slope, especially in the U.S. And we've seen it happen in other countries. When you don't get the opportunity to get information free-flowing, then you're, you're going to have single-mindedness instead of open-mindedness. You're going to have one train of thought instead of multiple trains of thought. And we all know as leaders, the best, best product is the result of diverse thinking and inclusive thinking and multiple opinions and showing different perspectives and bringing all of that to the table, not, not canceling the ones that we don't think serve us in that moment. Oh, I'm so passionate about this in case you didn't notice. All right. Better get on some sips. I don't want to lose y'all. Sip number one. Here's some things that are okay to cancel. Cancel what isn't serving you. 
cancel negative thinking, cancel closed-mindedness, cancel anger, cancel fear, cancel if you need to block or show, you know, somebody it really does, you know, eat at you on the internet. It's okay to cancel those types of things if it's not serving you. But again, don't cancel it on the world stage. Cancel it for you if that's what you need to do. Sip number two, cancel closed-mindedness. Don't take the easy route, leaders. Be a transformational, be a rebellious leader. Question everything. Ask questions. Challenge things. Find opposing viewpoints. You know, when I was in college, I was on a speech and debate team. And the best coach I had always told us, you should be able to argue both sides of any issue equally. We've lost that art. Cancel a close-mindedness. Cancel that one-sided thinking. Cancel the one-sidedness of only going to certain sites and certain things. And cert- Open it all up. Listen. Talk to people. Last sip. Cancel excuses for bad behavior. I see empathy and accountability being confused all the time. I believe it's okay. Of course, we should show people empathy. Of course, we need to walk a mile in their shoes. We need to try to put ourselves in their situation or... You know, oftentimes, especially in a work environment, when someone's lashing out or they're negative or snippy, I 99.9% of the time, my empathy goes to a place of, man, they must be a really miserable person or they must really be insecure. Those, to me, are the top two reasons why people act that way, why they lash out, why they're negative, why they're not good partners or territorial. So I usually have, even if they frustrate me, because I'm human, right? So we get frustrated by people who act like that. I, I do have high empathy for that. However, I don't, it doesn't excuse their bad behavior. So if somebody does something shady, inappropriate, not nice, negative, they, you know, whether that's snapping at somebody in a meeting, going behind someone else's back, talking smack, doing whatever, I think so much what I hear is, well, they're having a bad day or they were just told something really bad in their personal lives. So we're going to excuse them from being a total jerk all the time to their teammates. And I don't think that's right. And that is one place that I say we need to start canceling, not the people, but the behavior. And that's what leaders do is we hold people accountable. We hold ourselves accountable for that too. Definitely days when I've been that way. And then I realize, ooh, I was really kind of irritable in that meeting. Um, And I need to hold myself accountable and go back and maybe apologize to somebody. And yes, it's okay to say I'm sorry. So Stop reading all those other articles that say you shouldn't. But I really believe that we got to be really careful and balance the empathy and accountability. I can feel bad for somebody who's going through a lot, but I also can say to them, but it doesn't make it okay for you to treat your teammates this way. But it doesn't make it okay for you to do something undermining behind someone else's back. Yes, I get that we're, we're having a tough time. It's a rough world. There's a lot going on. But that doesn't make it okay to call somebody a name, to treat somebody poorly, to not be a leader, to not be someone who is going to add value as opposed to detract value. So I think we need to cancel those excuses in that vein. So leaders, instead of worrying about misinformation, how about soaking in all the information you can and making up your own mind? Instead of being offended recognize their opinions and see the value in that we have such a diverse 
world and society of people. And finally, instead of canceling, get curious. Get curious about where people are coming from. But again, doesn't mean that ba- I'm not excusing bad behavior. I'm saying let's, let's focus our energy differently. Instead of canceling and removing, let's get curious and see if we can influence and be transformational and be the change because it, it does have a ripple effect. And that's what being a leader is really about. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.